Viter and Shasper and Daf. Chav Gimel picking up Chav Bezim Abayz. By the bottom of the page, 17 lines up by the second case of the Mishnah of Achorayim Vitoch. So we said in the Mishnah that the outside, the inside, and the handle, that little shtickle we said we're going to get to, they're considered all different kalim when it comes to the idea of Truma, but not when it comes to Kodesh. All right, so if one part gets taught me, then all of it gets taught me by Kodesh, but if one part gets taught me, it's not all of it, it's going to become the when it comes to the idea of Terumah. Mayel Chayim Betoch. Now, what does it mean when it says Chayim Betoch? Because it's not like we learned in a mish, the Mishnah and Kalim. Let's save a Kli. The outside of the Kli becomes Tame because it touches something which is Tame, some sort of... Um, some sort of liquid that goes ahead and touches the outside, and then it becomes tummy. Rashi says that we're talking about cleats, oshal mateches, it's wood or metal coming from tummy megabon that can get tummy on the outside. Acharav tummy, and what happens is, then the outside of it becomes tummy. Tocho, ogno, ozno, v'yadav tarim, but the inside, ogno, is the part that goes around the rim of it. Ozno, literally the ear. And the yad of its hands, uh, the thing that you hold on to, all of that is going to remain. But if the inside of it becomes tame, then Rashi says a feel of tame darabanan kulo tame. Then kulo tame, the whole thing becomes tame. When it comes to kodesh, though, that we know that even the outside, the entire thing becomes tame. That's the difference between them. Okay, then we said the beisat zviya. The question is, what exactly does it? What does that mean? My beisat atzvita. Sorry, beisat atzvita. What does that mean? Our Rabbi Dami Shmuel, makom shetzovto, the place where you go and and you are. Sovto. Rashi says means she'oches. Well, you grab onto it. Moshita lachem. You give it to other people. The handle. V'cheinu amar sotu. We have a pasuk which says pretty straight up in Rus. Says va'yitzbat la kali. And he gave her. He handed over to her kali, which is the the grain that Boaz gave to Rus. I believe it is, which is parched grain. Avasi amar biyochanan makom shenikiyeh hadas tsovim. It's a place where someone who is an istinist. That means they're very very finicky and they can't handle certain things, they need cleanliness and different uh, standard there. They had a special place that they would leave their stuff like mustard and vinegar in order to dip their stuff in. Sovin means it's a, that they would go and they dip their food. And so normal people would just go ahead and use that, spill it out, use it as a cup to drink something and so on and so forth, but they'd need their own particular thing that they would use it for. They wouldn't have one, it wouldn't be one of the same. <coughs> Tani Ravibi Kamei Derev Nachman Kol Kalem Elohim Acharayim Betoch Al Kalem that there's no difference between them. Rashi says there's no chilek, whether it's the outside or the inside, whether Mishanitim Echad Mehem. If one gets tummy, then everything is tummy, whether it's Kotche Mikdash or Kotche Kavul. Echad Kotche Mikdash, Kotche Kavul, as the Gemara says straight out. Omar Lay, so he says back with Nachman's sister of Bibi, he says Kotche Kavul, my Ninhu. What are you talking about? What does that mean? What is it referencing? Truma? You want to say it's talking about Truma? Not like that. There are three different things. So why are you saying there's no difference? Maybe you're talking about a case of chulin that's done al taras hakodesh. We go and we 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 hold it up to such a level, such a standard. At Kartan Milsa the Amar Baravua. You remind me of the thing that Rabbi Baravua said that Achas Milos Shanukan that there are eleven things that are taught over here. In the Mishnah that are for Kodesh and not for Truma, Sheish Rishonos, Bain Kodesh, Bain Lechulin, Shenasla Tars Kodesh, whether it's Kodesh or Chulin, Nasla Tars Kodesh, Achronis, Lakodesh, and the last five of them are for Kodesh. Not for something which is done for Tars Kodesh. Okay, now we're up to number three, and that is Hanosis Amidris, Nosis Atruma, Avalo Esa Kodesh, which said what? That if you're carrying Tuma, 
Um, that means like you have a shoe of a zav, a, of a midrash, right? They step on it, it becomes in, you're holding on one hand. You can carry truma in the other hand, but you can't carry kodesh in the other hand. Now, Frekta kodesh, my time alone, why can't you carry kodesh in the other hand? What's the problem? Answer is because of the story. kodesh was a person who had a yain, who was wine of kodesh. He's bringing it from one place to another place. Beep, turn the page. Chaf Gimel. V'nevzika rutsua shel sandlo, and the, the rutsua, the strap of his sandal, broke. Untalo v'inicho al piachavis. He took it off and he carried it. He put it on top of the barrel. V'nafal avir chavis and fell into the inside, the inner part of the barrel. V'nitmes, and it was metame, what happened, everything that's inside of it. Bosa shah at that time, Amr, they said, Hanosis a medrus, nosis a truma. Someone who's carrying a medrus can carry truma, avalo es a kodesh, but they can't carry kodesh. Rashi points out that this person was a zav, and the, and the barrel that we're talking about was a cheres. Therefore, when it goes in the airspace, it goes as metami something. So you could do it by truma, by, by, by truma, but not by kodesh. In fact, the understand. Iachi, why don't we say the same thing by truma? Also, it can happen by truma as well, right? Truma nami should have the same issue. There's Han nami. Who is this? Whom ha mani? Who is this? Ebechananya ben Akavia. So Chananya ben Akavia, the Amar, who he says lo asu el beyardin ubesvina. It only is going to be usher in the Yardin and on, and on a boat, like the story that we're about to say right now. There's a machlokas about this that we're going to see, but when we have some sort of reason why we set up a gazera, and the gazera is because of some, something that occurred, something actually happened, so when stories like this happen, we enact gazeras, but only focused gazera that's particular to the circumstance that happened. So therefore, that circumstance happened with Truma, with uh, Kodesh. Therefore, the gazera is about Kodesh. If it happened to Truma, it would have been about Truma, but we're not. Now, where do we find that this is actually the case? As the following, we see the following story. Mahi, what was this? Oh, sorry, with uh, Rabbi Chananim and the Kavi that he said what he said. At the time of Lieutenant Brayse, Lo Yisa'odam Echatas or Efer Chatas, a person shouldn't go and carry the the Chatas, the water of the Chatas, or the Chatas, uh, the ashes of the Chatas. We're talking about for the Parah Aduma, when we go and you have the different things that are mixed together, and to go and spritz on a person who's Tamei Meis, you shouldn't carry these two things, V'yavirim B'yardain U'besvina. You can't bring it across the Yardain on a boat. V'lo Yamud B'tzad Zeb, V'yizukim B'tzad Achen. You can't go ahead and you can't stand on one side of this river and throw it to the other side. V'lo Yishitim Al you can't float, have it float across the water. You can't go ahead and, and have it ride on an animal or on a chaver, your friend. Unless the feet were firmly on the ground. You can bring it through a guest or a bridge, and you don't have to worry about it. Then the problem is by the Yardin and by other things as well. That is the Tanakama. However, he says, no, lo now, the only problem is a problem, the is an ash, a problem to bring the ashes in the water of the Mechatas of the Paraduma. The Mechat, the water of the Paraduma, the ashes of Paraduma is like that particular circumstance. It's only by the Jordan and only on a boat. Like the following story that happened. What happened? There's a person. This person had Ubisvina. He was going over Yardin in Isvina. And he had the water and he had the ashes of the Chatos. And they found 
that uh, there was a kazais minamais. Rashi says ve'he'elo alav v'nitmu. There was a kazais minamais that was stuck on the boat and was part of the wood of the boat there, and they passed over that and it made a tummy. Bosa shah at that moment they said, "Amu." They said, "Lo yisad mechatas ve'vechatas ve'avirim biyadim v'sfina." They made a particular exerv for that particular time and that particular place, and therefore that's where we're going. Like, and that's why over here also we say it's only an issue by kodesh, but not an issue by truma. A very focused and limited exerv. Ibayilu. Now the Gemara is going to ask three questions, and we're only going to ask answer one of them. The third one, Yibayilu Sandal Tame. Let's say you have everything we spoke of right now is a Sandal Tame. What about a Sandal Tahor? Mahu. What's the din if a person is holding a Sandal Tahor? We go there. You can't even hold a Sandal Tahor because maybe it's going to be you're going to come to carry a Sandal Tame with a thing. That's question number one. Chavis Psucha. We know that clearly it's going to be a problem if the chavis of the barrel is going to be open because then the sandal can be in the airspace of it. But what about chavis stuma? Ma would be the din then if it was sealed up and therefore wouldn't be able to get into it? And number three is avar v'nasamau. What happens if a person did do this? They took a barrel that was was kodesh and it was even and it was open and they even had the sandal. And then they went ahead and they did this. What would be the din if you actually violated it? If you actually did it, Rabbi Ilamir Machlokas, Rabbi Ilamir Im Aver Venasa Tame. If you actually did this, you want to get the rule, then it's going to be Tame. Rabbi Zera Amir Aver Venasa Tar. If you did it with the Evid, it's going to be Tar. As long as obviously you don't put it into the airspace, but you carry it and you go against this Gezerah, the rule, then it's going to still be Tar. Now we move on to case number six. The next case we said was Kalim and Igmar Batara. That if you have the Mishnah said the Kalim that were finished, you finished making in a state of Tahara, you don't need to be, they don't have to be dipped in the mick for Truma, but for Kachim, they do have to be dipped in the mick. Now, says Gemara, who's the one who actually finished it off? Who's the one who made this clay? Right? What it, basically, we're going to ask is if it's the Chavir, then why Tovel it all together? Chavir did it, and therefore it's careful. It must be it's an Amaretz. If it's an Amaretz, then why is it, it was finished with Tahara? So it's got to be that it was a Chavir did it. And what are we worried about? It says the Gemara, Ilay, Medagmir, the Chavir is the one who finished it. Lama Lutzfilo, I have to be told in the first place. We're going to say Agmir, Amaretz. It must be Amaretz. So then Nigmar, and Tahara, Karulu, he says it's finished with Tahara, but it wasn't with Tahara. So what's going on? I'm Rabbi Bishir, I'm Rabbi Asa, Rabbi Shmuel, he says the Olam de Gamrinu Chavir. Really, it was a Chavir that finished it off. And we're worried about the Tzino Rashi says, Maybe it's the spit of the Amaretz, which also takes on the Tuma of the Amaretz. And that's what we're worried about. That the Amaretz spit on, had spit on it while making the Kli. He had that spit. So said the Gemara, one second. When did the spit fall on it? Before it was actually finished, that Halav Manahu, it's not considered a Kli yet, and therefore it's not a problem. It's talking about after it's already finished off. What are you talking about after it's finished off? He's going to be very careful to make sure nothing happens to it. Says the Gemara, we're talking about before it was finished, that's when the spit fell on. And at the time that they finished off the Kli, it was still moist, and since it was still moist, therefore it retained its status, and therefore it's a problem so that's why it's got to be dipped okay this is for things that are kodesh but not for things that are for truma for kodesh not truma so that the gemara says tevila in herif shemesh lo it's only tevila that's necessary and then you can use it right away but they, you don't have to go ahead and then wait until herif shemesh until the nightfall which is a normal din when it comes to something which is tummy masnisen delok rabbi eliezer must be that our mishnah is not like rabbi eliezer then we're going to go on a point to show how it's not like rabbi eliezer and then we're going to say not necessarily it could even be like rabbi eliezer but let's first show how it's not like rabbi eliezer or who holds seemingly that you wouldn't need to wait until nightfall. The Tanan is we learned in a Mishnah in Para. I'll read out, I'll tell you, I said them within inside. We're talking about a case of someone cuts a reed in order to use it as a cleat to transport the Mechatas. Now, making the cleat by cutting it, 
That's how you do it. You clear it, you cut it, and that makes it clear. So Eliezer holds that you need to dip that in the mick right away because anything used for the mechatas needs tevila. Rabbi Yeshua says that first you have to be metameit, and then you tovel it that day. In order to go against the tztukim, who say that you can't, a tvul yom is not allowed to be used for mechatas. So we actually go out of our way to do it against them. We've seen another mesechatas. Let's read inside. You have this reach for ferris. They go and you cut, it's like a tube. They cut in order to use it as a to transport, like a thermos. Rabbi Yosho Alamay says, Yitbal miyad, you go and you can be told it right away. Rabbi Yosho Alamay, Yitamay vechakach Yitbal. First be mitamay and then go ahead and and uh, and 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 be betovelit. Vavina ba miyas the chadchaman. Who's the one who cut it? Elim the chadchaver. It's the chaver that cut it. The lomeli tefilo. I have to be betovelit all together. He's careful with it. Vela the chadchamar. It's supposed to be an amaritz. The hal leimer of Yeshua yitamev yitbal. One second, Rabbi Yeshua say that amaritz did it. They have to not be metamid and then be betovelit. Obviously, you don't need to do it. You don't have to be metamid. How tamid v'kari? It's already tamid if the amaritz touched it. From Rabbi Bishil and Rabbi Masa and Rabbi Shmuel, the olam the chadchaver. It's about the chaver who cut it. When we shouldn't see no red amaritz. We're talking about the problem of the Tzino Damaritz, the same issue we said before, the spit of Damaritz. Now the question is, one second, the when did the spit fall? Before you cut it, then it's not even a man, it's not a clea, therefore it can't be become a kabotoma. It must be after you cut it. But what do you mean? If a chavr is dealing with it, he's going to be very careful after it's cut to make sure nothing happens to it. Before he actually cut it, it's still moist and still wet on it. Now, what comes from this, though? Seemingly, it doesn't go like Rabbi Eliezer. Why? Because Bishlam, Rabbi Yeshua, makes sense because Rabbi Yeshua, which is the first one with Tamit, and only then put in the mikvah. Hanim to Ikei Kerel, it's Tukim. Now we have a heker to the Tukim because we're in Tamit, and then we're, we're, we're putting, we're being Tovalit to show that you know, the full Yom, we're allowed to use it right now. The Tanan, like we learned in the Mishnah, we to go against the Tukim. Mitamin Hoyu is a coin, a surface of Parah. They used to go and be Mitamit, the coin who would be burning to get the ashes for the Parah. They would, they would Mitamit him first, and then he would go to the mikvah to show that. Full Yom can actually use it. Only once he did hair of Shemesh. That's a clear showing that we're going into Stukim. El according to Eliezer, who says that it actually you're not matame this this uh, this reed at first. But you put it right into the mikvah right now. How's it going to be a raya against the tzdukim? It would make sense if, according to Eliezer, that generally speaking, you need to have hair of Shemesh. And only after, and, and, um, yeah, that we need our Shemesh then good. Hainu DK Kerit Stukim. Now we have a Hekera for the Stukim. Because generally we say you have to wait till Erev Shemesh, but in this particular case with the reed, you don't have to wait. But if you say generally, he would say, you don't need Erev Shemesh, then my Hekera Litz Tukim, he go, what Hekera to the Stukim is there, and therefore it must come out that he does hold you need Erev Shemesh, which shows that it's not like our Mishnah. That's Gemara, Amara, right? Well, like our Mishnah, talking about a regular case when you're making the clay, they have to go ahead and, 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 and tovel it for, for, um, Kachim, but not for Truma. So it must be, it's not like, <clears throat> it's not like him. It's not like everybody has there. Amarav, Lavdavka, who says maybe it is like him? Beep, turn the page. Because you know what we're going to say? Even if General, he says that a clay that's made for Kodesh, you don't need hair of Shemesh. But for Chattas, maybe you do. And our Mishnah, right? He would say, generally, you don't need Erev Shemesh. But Chattas, you do need Erev Shemesh. And our Mishnah is talking about Kalim that you made for Kachim in general. And therefore, you don't need Erev Shemesh. But by Mechattas, you need more. And therefore, you need Erev Shemesh. 
right? And it says, a su, a peep turn the page of Gimel on the base. And then what are we talking about over here? Is that a su kitamei sheretz. The Chachamim made this particular, uh, this particular shvoferis, uh, this this reed tube that we cut in order for the for the para. They made it the level of a sheretz, and that is they made the clear the status of a rishon like a sheretz, and therefore, um, and therefore need to wait for her shemesh. Therefore, if it was used, if we use the, this tube now for the para, duma ashes immediately after the dip, it shows us that we're going against the tzdukim, because normally we wouldn't do that. So, so ketome sheretz takes on the dag of a sheretz, would have to do her shemesh, and we do it right now to go against the tzdukim, and therefore it could even be Rebbe Yezer. In fact, the Gemara hold a dar, if that's really true, that it becomes like a sheretz, and it's a rishon, how does that matami the person who's prepping it? Only an avatuma can do that, because we're going to see in a second it's the person who's doing the prep gets tummy, but only an avatuma can, can, can make another person tummy. So why does it say that even the cutter needs dipping? The person who cuts it, he has to go and he needs to feel himself. Okay, so we got to change this. We make it the level of a tummy mace. Not like a sheritz, but like a tummy mace. And now the person needs to go, he's got to do the dip. He want to be like a tummy mace. Then Tiboy Hazah Now he's going to need the sprinkling on the third day and the seventh day. Like he needs Hazah, like a tummy mace. Allah Matanya, that's why he's learning the Braisa. Chotcha Matvila, Ton Tvila. They need Tvila, Tvila in. Hazoshli Shvishvilo. Okay, it says, okay, 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 you're right. Allah Sukha Tame Mais Vishvishilo. It becomes like a Tame Mais on his seventh day who already got his Hazar. So, Sagamara Vatanya, what do you mean? But we have a Braisa that they never came up with something completely new by Para. And this is pretty new. Vatanya, Meolam Lo Chitshu Davar Bapara. And over here, making some pretty big newness over here. So, Sagamara, no, no, no. When it says that statement, it was talking about something very specific. Come on, bye. Shalom, Amru Kor. Kordam mitami moshav. That brisa means that we won't make a new rule breaker to make something tumas moshav, something that isn't sat upon. Tumas moshav is a zav who then sits on something which is normally meant to be sat on. That he is an avatuma, the tumas zav, and the thing he sits on normally tuma goes down, but this goes sideways and it makes that thing also an avatuma. <clears throat> but they never make a new rule about that. It's only if a zav impacts something like this, something which you normally sit on, not like a couch, a pillow, a bed, something like that, a chair, something of the sort. But now let's say if you took a, uh, you sat on a shovel or if you took a bucket and you flipped it over, that won't take on the status. That's all it's coming to tell us. But you can say that it's considered like a tame mace on the seventh day after tome. Let's read inside of Rabbi Shalom or Kordam Mitami Moshev, that a Kordam, some sort of axe, uh, is, is going to actually become a tame like a seat. Kedetani, like you learned in Yoshev al hakli, and someone who sits on a kli, that the zav, the zav sat on, at the talking about, Yachal, Kafasav, Yashav you have thought that if you go and you flip over some sort of bucket that holds a saw and you sit on it, or a tarkov or some sort of thing that holds a tarkov, which is a half of a saw, says Rashi, and you sat on it, you tame, that's going to become tame, the level of a zav, of an avatoma, tamad lomar, only one that's normally sat on it will. What we tell the guy, get up, we got to do our work, and you get your tachat off this, we got to continue. That's what it means that it wouldn't make such a new chiddush, but in terms of in terms of uh, making another type of shtickle by para, it could make such a new shtickle. Okay, my friends, we are up to the next part of the mishnah. We're going to stop over here. I want to wish all y'all a great, great day.